All of the newest episodes of Note to Self are now available on the Luminary Podcast app. It's free to download, and you can also listen to other podcasts from WNYC Studios, like Radiolab, Two Dope Queens, Snap Judgment, Here's the Thing with Alec Baldwin, and others. Luminary Premium is the only place where you can enjoy the entire new season of Note to Self, plus new original podcasts you won't find anywhere else, from Trevor Noah, Roxanne Gay, Guy Raz, Lena Dunham, and many more. And you can enjoy them ad-free. Start your free trial by going to luminary.link slash note to self or download the Luminary app for free. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. I had two New Year's resolutions this year. One, get more music into my life. Two, get sugar out of my life. The first one is working out really well. I actually got an old school record player. The second one, well, I downloaded this app and didn't go so good. It's Note to Self, the tech show about being human. I'm Manoush Samarodi, and this week, how we control ourselves and our bodies, and what technology is promising to do to help us. A few weeks back, Jen Poyant, the executive producer of this show, got to talking about sugar detoxes with me and Dan Pashman. He's the host of the podcast, The Sporkful. All right, you guys ready for this? Yeah. Very ready. All right. So Dan sits really near us at WNYC Studios, and he is the colleague you want to have. He's always bringing in delicious things to taste, and he has a big selection of condiments that he doesn't mind you borrowing. I made a show with Dan last year, actually, and he is, if you remember that one, he's a complete force of nature. But then when I get into my zone, (laughs) you better look out. All three of us wanted to eat less sugar. Per the USDA's new recommendations, which now say we should be having no more than 12 teaspoons a day or 10% of our daily calories. But I would never do that. Right. I know. You won't be able to eat the gummy. I know. I love that word. Also, the three of us aren't getting any younger. So eating less sugar seemed like a mature thing to do. It also seemed, frankly, terrifying. So we decided to make a game of it. Dan and I would use apps to help us quit. Jen would go hardcore cold turkey and act as the control for our little experiment. Just like the Haribo gummy bears. You love those? They're the best. I'm pretty sure you can't have those on a sugar cleanse. First, though, we had a sugar farewell party in the studio. All right, Manoush and Jen, I brought you guys some goodies. The plan was to enjoy some delicious cookies and then go to sleep and wake up refreshed, ready for the first day of the rest of our sugar-free lives. Or, as Dan put it... We got one more night out on the town. (laughs) (laughs) So the cookie part went really, probably too well. Mm. Oh, my God. Oh. This is so good. Oh, my God. Have you ever felt so alive? (laughs) Can I have the macadamia nut? Why would we give this up? This is my jam. The white chocolate macadamia? Yeah. No, no. Not that for me. Which one do you want? Salted oat. Salted oat. Oh, my God. (laughs) This is ridiculous. (laughs) Oh, my God. This is very gooey. Mm -hmm. This one, too. It's like crunchy on the outside and then like... (laughs) You sound high right now. (laughs) (laughs) There's a peanut butter one. 
Uh, chocolate peanut butter. Yeah. Oh. You want that? Yeah. Want a bite of that? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Try some of that one. I crawled into bed that night with my earbuds and my phone and fired up the meditation app I had downloaded. Hypnosis is a trance-like state in which you have heightened focus and concentration. Have you ever had a strong conscious will to make a change? But over time, you find that you slip back to your old ways? Yes. That's because you have some subconscious beliefs that are in conflict with your conscious desire. It was incredibly soothing. The next day... Good morning. So, last night, I listened to the hypnosis thing. Um, and then I totally fell asleep. I barely heard her messaging about eating healthy. Um, it was very relaxing. If anything, maybe I won't lose my sugar cravings, but I'll definitely get some good sleep this week, so... A good night's sleep! It boded well for my first day without sugar. But later... Hey guys, it's Manoush. I ate just a lot of nut butter and dried fruit today. I went to the grocery store and I wandered into a section I've never really spent much time, like the goji berry section, you know what I'm talking about? I mean, there was one point where I was transferring the kids' cookies into a Tupperware container. Part of me wanted to be just like, shove them like all into my face, just like Cookie Monster and be like, ah, cookie! Um, But I didn't do that. I'm going to get into bed now. Good night. Later that night, Jen. No technical support, just sheer willpower. Hey, guys. It's 3.30 in the morning. Uh, I don't know exactly why I'm awake, so I thought I'd tell you guys how I'm doing. First full day, no sugar. Not adding sugar to my coffee this morning. On the way to divorce mediation, was a little annoying, but got through that craving. Being a mom, there's just sugar everywhere. I've got a birthday party for a kid tomorrow where I know there's going to be both wine, tequila, and birthday cake. I'm not using any apps or anything to help me, but I'm pretty aware of what's triggering my cravings. Day two, man, it might be rough. Day one wasn't so bad. The two women... Stayed strong for the good of our health, for the good of our podcast. And then there was Dan. He had picked an app that required him to cook very special sugar-free meals with some very specific ingredients. And he should have gone straight to the health food store. Instead, day one, here's what happened. Hey guys, it's Dan. Today, let's see, I started off doing very well. I had no sugar really in the morning, no sugar in the middle of the day. I went to the coffee shop to do some work, and that's when it happened. The coffee just stopped working. So I thought maybe I can just add a little bit of sugar to my coffee. Just a little. Daddy just needs a little taste. And so I got a scoop of ice cream, and I poured a little bit of coffee on that. And I felt so much better. Ah, I was really productive. I got a lot of work done. Wait, what? Ice cream in your coffee? Daddy just needs a little taste? Ew, ugh. If you can believe it, things went downhill from there. Then I went to this thing with my kids, and they had those Entenmann's donuts, the glazed uh, munchkin donuts. They're so good. And so I had to eat like five of those. 
And what I'm telling you then, Manoush, is that I failed. After hearing that message from Dan, you can just imagine what happened next for me and Jen. Jen dumped like seven packets of sugar into her coffee on the way to divorce mediation, and I sprinkled goji berries on a hot fudge sundae. Our sugar-free experiment was a complete and total bust. But it has inspired us to look more closely into the claims that various we're-going-to-make-you-healthy apps and services and Silicon Valley entrepreneurs promise will fix us. Because many of you have brought this question to us, and so far, it's been kind of a mixed bag. Hi, this is Stephanie in Portland. I was wondering if you have thought about doing a show about wearable fitness devices. I seem to have eliminated some of my favorite forms of exercise, like yoga, because I can't get enough steps that I needed in that day on my Fitbit. My hearing aids are adjusting and changing to focus on what I'm looking at. My hearing aids are actually adapting in ways that normal ears can't do. Do these devices actually change people's behavior? Does it make us healthier? Does it make us want to exercise more? We are going to go look for answers to questions like these, but we also want to include more of your thoughts and stories. So tell us about your experience collecting data on your health. Has your employer asked you to wear a Fitbit? Did you lose a ton of weight calculating calories or did you just lose your mind? What apps or gadgets have you tried? What worked and what didn't? We'll use your stories about your trackers and apps and hacks for an upcoming show we're working on about quantified selves and biohacking and bulletproof coffee. If you don't know what that is, you will soon. Email us a voice memo at note to self at WNYC.org or drop us a line there, too, if you want. That's it from us this week. We are still recovering from our Infomagical mayhem. Thanks again for doing that amazing experiment with us, tens of thousands of you. You can still do it, by the way, at wnyc.org slash infomagical. It's never too late to deal with your information overload. The Note to Self team is Jen Poyant, Ariana Tobin, Amy Eason, and Joe Plourd. Note to Self is a production of WNYC Studios. I'm Manoush Samarodi. You know what I really want right now? Like, I want you Milk? guys. No, I want you guys to like go away so I can just <laughs> sit like with it and like commune. Yeah, this is a judgment-free zone, mm, Manoush. Man, that is good. What? Is this again white chocolate? Mm, so good. Wait, I think you gave me peanut butter, man. Did I? Ooh, no. that's for me. No, that's salted. That's salted out. Is it salty? It tastes like peanut butter. It, it might have been touching the peanut butter one.